Welcome back to the Ebby Online podcast. This week I'm joined by BMB Hunters. I spoke to one of the creators of the self-proclaimed online child protection team. I wanted to find out about why they track down and expose child sex predators in the UK, how we can protect our children online and the new ways child sex offenders are finding to groom and hurt children. We discuss human trafficking, police, law, prosecution, and so much more. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. And please don't forget to give my podcast a rating. Hello. There we go. I can hear you. Hello. You all right? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm looking forward to talking to you today because I've seen many different... Um, I would call them like, I don't even, well, I'll ask you the size of your group in a, in, you know, in a, in a minute, but I've seen many different little vigilante groups around the UK doing the same type of tasks that um, you do. Yeah. So I just wanted to find out more. So how and why did you become a vigilante hunting and tracking down those who seek to sexually abuse children in our communities? How did I come and buy it? How and why? Why did you become a vigilante hunting down the people that sexually abused? Like, I don't know. It's not like... I don't know, man. Like, you just read about them all too, all too often. You hear about them all too often. They get brushed under the carpet all too often. They don't really get like, a fair sentencing for the crimes that they do. And too many... There's so many of them, it's crazy. So just doing my bit to help, really. How long has your um, group been running? We're new in the game, so we've been for about seven, eight months. Wow, because I've seen you've got loads of views and quite an audience on your group. So that must be like about a lot of work, catching a lot of people then. Yeah, it's doing all right. It's doing all right. Uh, we had to We had to have, we had a... We've got a good following on our first page and then Facebook restrictions and all that stuff. So we've changed page so that following just literally coming back. But it does all right. It's good because it's raising awareness and the more shares and the more views, then the better the range of people actually understanding who's living next to them. People come forward, other teams come forward, let us know who's got him. It's, it's good. Why has Facebook restricted um, restricted you guys, your other page? Some people report either videos or a post maybe. Don't know why. Some support the predators. Some might be like family. I don't know. You never know. You don't know. All different reasons. People just going against it. So are yeah. there predators out there who have been talking to other um organizations who um basically those predators as well does that happen that's why you have to, to communicate with each other what do you mean um the so say the it, communicating with teams yeah communicating with other teams who are sometimes you have the same person that you're going to expose does that happen yeah that happens a lot which is good because we all we all use pretty much the same range of apps 
How so, many how many of you run the team? And can you explain to the audience what a decoy's role in the team is? Um, well, my team's run, I'm the founder. We've got Stacey, who's our head decoy. She manages all the decoys. We've got a head of security who manages all the security and sets up the things for me. Decoys role are they pose as young children online. The predators that contact the child, the child always lets them know what age they are, whatever else. So they're very, they're well aware of that. They're talking to a child, and then that process happens. They it turns sexual, and we only go after them once there's enough evidence to actually present to the police for them to get arrested and a case be put forward. I see. Um, what I want to ask is, are these people that we're, you're catching, are they on like apps like TikTok now? Are they hunting? Are they like use technology to, to use new ways to, to hunt potential victims? Is this what you found? So have you had yeah. to kind of broaden your net in terms of social media as well to keep up with them? Yeah, there, there's, they're on every app, literally any app you can think of, you'll find someone on there that's willing to talk to a child. When we first got into it, I didn't realize it was gonna be this many. I was thinking, you know, when you just got that thought of like, if I can just catch one and get rid of one, that'd be great. You know what I'm saying? That's a little contribution to society. What happens is there's so many, they have like every team on their toes that you're constantly busy. Every, say 10, 10 men that might talk to a child, at least six of those men would be willing to talk to that child and continue to engage in conversation once they're aware of the age. And that's the scary thing. What age would you would your decoy say that they are usually? All different ages, anything that's under the age of 16. So you'd have like 14 year olds, 12 year olds, as young as six, seven, eight, nine, whatever they feel like you tell them an age, whatever ages, every, every team is different. We, we prefer that like, teenagers like, or young, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14 range, to be fair. I see, and do you have, so the profile the decoy uses is basically like a, it would be made up and set up like a child's profile. So horses, I don't know, animals, uh, I don't know what teenage bands, what, what music they like, One Direction, I don't know. Stuff like that. Yeah, I, everyone's different. Each of each of our decoys are different. They all have, they all set up this. It's all everything's childlike. The writing, the spelling, down to the messages to to catch them. What advice? Yeah, pretty much. What advice would you give to parents um, who are listening, um, people with children, on how they can protect their children online? What would you say about them having their own? devices and, and what access they have to the internet and to setting up social media profiles because I know most ages to have a social media account I think it's like 30 maybe 15 I'm not sure yeah some apps go from as young as 13 <clears throat> that we're on um what I tell parents is to check your kids devices man, all the time I always check your kids device check them would you advise them to put blocks on certain um, websites or social media sites on those devices, laptop, computer, phone, 
yeah, to be fair, my kids only use YouTube and say like WhatsApp. Yeah. That's it. For me, that's it. Like it's it's mad. Like even you know, you've got apps like you've got kids' games like Roblox, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a kid's game. That's like that's young kids, man. And they're on there talking to these kids, offering them things like Roblox, Robux and stuff, or to pay for like outfits and stuff on the game in order for them to gain that information and talk to this child. It's it's mad. It's it's grooming, basically. Yeah, literally, that's what they do. They groom these kids. Some of them are just, they're all, they come in all different shapes and sizes, man. Some of them are just really, like, really gross from the off. Some of them send, like, the child that they believe they're talking to, other child, indecent images of other children. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Has it changed your mindset about people seeing this dark side to human nature? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, you, you look at life different, you know what I'm saying? I'd walk down the street and I'd just look at everyone different, man. I don't, I don't know. It's How like, many successful arrests have you had? Because I know you work closely with the police at times. Yeah, well, we have to pretty much in each case work with the police or alongside them. They ask, they request evidence or whatnot. Um, we've caught and had arrested about, we're about 35, 36 right now. Amazing. That's that's in seven months, so that's that's pretty busy. Do you think the police are doing a good enough job at catching child sex abusers? Why are teams like yours needed and are so active in the UK? Do you know what my stance is on that one, yeah? There's so much different variations of crime. The police are underfunded, they're understaffed. So on their behalf, it's gonna it's hard to keep up because the amount of like predators that we see, and there's about 156, 160 teams in the UK that do this. Um, there's not enough teams, in my opinion. There's not enough police force, in my opinion, to stop them all. And then it becomes the individual's mindset as well. Some don't want to change. Some, some of them really don't care. They go on to reoffend. The sentencing is poor. I feel like they're just, they don't care, man. It's weird. But with the police, they do try and work alongside us as best as they can. It boils down to CPS. CPS is the ones that make the overall judgment, whether they should take it to court. And then it comes to the sentencing, what they'll put, the, put their charges in to what they'll get in court. A lot of them get like sexual harm prevention orders. Oh, what about a bit of jail time? Not really. You see what I'm saying? Some of them do. But on the scale of what you're catching, there's still it's still the minority that go to jail. Mm. That's the sad thing about it. Because what they do to kids is ruin their lives. The future that survivors live with this for like the rest of their lives. They won't even get six months in jail. Do you see what I'm saying? Why do you think um, like minor drug offences like carrying marijuana or intent to sell marijuana and things like that are given more jail time than (laughs) sex offenders in the UK? What's that about? (laughs) Boy, (laughs) you see my honest answer for that, yeah. Well, I believe it's it's my own opinion, it's not. It's not like I could say it's factual, but 
I'll say because a, a lot of the big fish lie in the government. So they make sentencing guidelines easier for them. That's my own opinion. Because mm -hmm. a man selling weed will get a couple of years in jail for it. A predator won't even get six months in jail. He'll get community service, a sexual harm order, which, which don't which restrict them from the internet and stuff. They get another device that they just don't let the police know about, and they still continue to talk to the kids. And they have to break that sexual harm order in order to go jail because they've broken an order. So they're potentially ruining at least two children and potentially way more in order just to put them into jail. And even then, what's he going to get six months or a year? A couple of years, it's a joke. How easy is it to catch a predator? And are there more out there than we know about? Because they don't look like your stereotypical paedophile. Do you see what I mean? That's like lurking outside the school gates, greasy creep. So- No, they're not, you know, do you know what's bad? There's so many of them. You, you couldn't begin to tell you. If I, if you see the looks of, of some of them that we we seen, they look like an everyday lad. You're, you're the jack the lad. You know what I'm saying? Even like some of them are like pretty boys, and you're thinking, what the hell are you doing with this attraction to these kids? Uh, they're not, they're not that white van Nazi type that you, you've been told about as a kid. They yeah. come in all different sizes, man. You look at them every day, you work alongside them, you, you think nothing of the, the person there until you see them being lit up on like someone like our, our Facebook and other teams. You're looking at oh, some of them really look like, yeah, you could tell he's an aunt kind of thing. It's weird. But there's so many of them. And uh, What's the age ranges of these these people? And is it male and females? Have you ever caught any females or is it mostly men, demographically? We've My team hasn't caught a female yet. But we speak to a lot. It's hard, it's hard to track them down sometimes. Some of them is really easy. And then some of them you can tell just by the way they're talking, that uh, they've either done this before or they're very much aware of like teams like us. And you have to try, you have to try and find everything you can about them and, and do your bit. But I'm not trying to tell you too many of their secrets, you know what I'm saying, how it goes. Yeah, I understand. But it does get hard. It, some of them is almost virtually impossible to find. Age range-wise, what have you seen though? From what age to the youngest age to the oldest age of a person, individual that's doing this? Uh, you can have an eighteen-year-old talking to like a ten-year-old. See what I'm saying? So like, as young as that to any age, any age, literally as old as you can get. But, you... Oh, sorry. Carry on. But there are a lot. There's a lot of young ones as well, which is surprising. Like the 25 and under age bracket, the under 30s. You know, it's weird. It's, it's mad. And there's a lot. There's a lot of them. But there's a lot in a lot in all age groups. So you get a lot in the 20s, 30s, 40s. They're all different age groups. But there's so many of them. It's just beyond the joke. Did you notice earlier this year that there were many reports and CCTV footage um, put out of lone men in vans attempting to snatch children on the streets of the UK? 
I did see a vigilante group where one of these attempted attacks happened in Enfield patrolling the streets and police yep. were investigating these reports. Why do you think they were trying to snatch children? Is it for sex trafficking, human trafficking or organ trafficking or something else? Because these are the types of rumours that have been swirling around. Uh, if you see, uh, we've seen all of that. Our eyes are on pretty much everything. We noticed that there was East London, South London, and North London, that these, these was happening. And it would be very similar occurrence in each area. A white van, a van going around. The story in Enfield was crazy because the kid himself, the kid himself said he saw other children in the van and that uh, it, it, he got knocked out by like some, I don't know, they gave him something. He, he went all sleepy and stuff, woke up, jumped out of the van, ran away. And there was a whole story behind it, which was, crazy and it's literally us local to me we're thinking that right this is happening like, on our doorsteps man yeah, you're, no kids are safe you, like you can't allow your kids to walk, at, walk to school by themselves no matter what the age you think they are they're lurking and when we saw that i thought it's 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 just weird man it's weird it's like they all just came out like they couldn't help it you know what i'm saying they've been locked down for so long on this coronavirus it was almost like it was the only thing going around on social media about these vans. I do know what you mean about um, walking to school on your own. I went to a Catholic school and I'd had to wear a kilt every day. Um, okay. And walking to school from the ages of like 12 to 16, the time that I was there, I didn't go to sixth form. We didn't have a uniform in sixth form anyway. But men would be leering out their cars, honking sometimes, staring at you making yeah. me feel very uncomfortable. And I don't know if it's a schoolgirl thing or it's just because I was a child in a skirt, in a uniform that, you know, and this is very common for, for my friends and, you know, who went to the same school as me and other schools that they experienced the same being, you know, young girls, um, I can only speak from a female perspective, but on the yeah. way to school. So I do understand what you mean there. What is the worst reason a child predator has given you when they have gone to meet your decoy and been caught out or have been, you know, caught out in the end for what they want to do or are trying to do? Well, like their reason, isn't it? Yes. What's the worst one? Uh, oh, we've had so many excuses. And we, our guy has blamed it on um, the lockdown. He's, they say that they're bored or they're lonely, like they they were stupid. They're just talking, like they knew it was wrong. Some of them admit their guilt. Some of them are in total denial. But I feel blaming on lockdown was probably like the most that like, are you alright kind of moment. What are their faces like? You know when they've been caught like what type of energy vibe do you get from them is it panic is it terror or have any of them been calm and very like just cool about it we caught someone yesterday who was in total he admitted everything also try, also tried to see nothing wrong in what he was doing but was very sorry begging please please let me go can i just go 
but they, they never ever have no remorse for the child and never have no sympathy for what they've done or no empathy towards like, the kid they've been speaking to. We don't tell them that they're deep or evil by the way. And we let them believe it's a real child. And uh, some, some of them, none of them's ever cared about what they've done. They're always sorry that they've been caught. Like, please let us go. Or I, I, it was stupid. I, I know I was wrong. Like, it's, it's never happened before. I've only been speaking to this one child. Like, it's the first ever time I've ever spoken to a kid. I've never done anything like this before. Cool. We had a guy that sent the child images and we caught him. He, he, he just started panicking and having some, like, telling us he had a heart problem, but he, he actually, in the end, it turned out that he never. And um, the reasons, man, it's weird. Do you get negative reactions sometimes for the work that you and your team do? And if so, what have they been? You know what? We you get it with anything you do in life. So we get the negative. We get told, leave the man alone. Oh, I feel sorry for the fellow. You lot aren't police. We're not trying to be police. We're not vigilantes either. We're just, uh, we're just people with the same type of passion as a next person with this. But we can just work and do it. We can handle talking as a deeper and meeting them face to face without being violent and without worries from people negative. They'd be racist, some of them. Some of the comments are about their race or that how they look. Forget all that. I'm not here for that. I'm not, I'm not here to... We're just here for a confession and a conviction. That's what, we, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I want him to admit his, admit his guilt. He's banged to rights. Here you go, officer. You just go in the station, mate. You just tell them what you've done. And uh, CPS, you do your job, charge him. Judge, you do your job and give him a good sentence. And let's crack on to the next one. Well, it's not... It's not, it's not as smooth sailing as that all the time, so. Men have been killed after being snared and exposed online by groups like yours. What do you make of this? That's uh, clearly a guilty conscience eating away, to be honest. They've been caught, they've been exposed. I personally, I feel sorry for the families and that's where my sympathy lies with their families if they've got kids and stuff like that. People like that, that's, it's a selfish action to take. Uh, so, have your group ever wrongly exposed anyone by mistake no never <laughs> never always the right it. man we've heard of it happening it happens it has happened we've heard of it happening in the community seems have uh, lit up the wrong person before but that's why research is involved man you've got to know who you're talking to you've got to make sure that that person's the right person make sure that they verify themselves they, we link them to the app, to their phone numbers, absolutely everything to do with them. So down to them being in the meeting, we had a guy that turned up to a meet on the same app, still trying to say it worked then. But it's you talking on the app, your picture that you sent, you worked that out. Yeah, the live photos of yourself, what we got live, live, you know what I'm saying? Everything's down to the T. I don't know how you can light up the wrong person. But hopefully it never ever happens to us. But there are some wrong people out there who go out their way to ruin other people's lives and like, might have a bit of X or someone that don't like you 
and actually goes to these extents. We've heard the stories before of uh, these uh, innocent men got lit up wrongly, and it turns out his ex was just out to ruin his life and uh, poses him. And um, the, the team caught him, and um, it weren't him, man. And that was sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. Lighting up the wrong person. I don't feel sorry for these predators. I don't feel sorry for what they do in their arguments. So catching them, I'm happy to catch them. Love it. And uh, I think everyone should be aware of them. Now, if you're going to take your own life, that's your decision. But I'll make sure you've got the right person. Yeah? An innocent person, they don't deserve that. They don't deserve all that stuff. They lose their job. Yeah? Their family thinks that they're, they're, they're a mess. And you get brandished with a brush that is very hard to like, get that stain off. I did, um, um, one of my childhood friends from primary school uh, kind of distanced herself. She went to a different school, I went to another school. Uh, when I was 16, this was 10 years ago and I was just leaving school, we had reports of a guy um, driving around in a car trying to snatch year sevens and, and flashing his penis at girls at my school that were younger than us. So obviously we were quite afraid uh, to walk home and things like that but we were like we're 16 like I don't think they're going to be after us that's what me and my friends thought when this guy was caught it turned out to be my friend's dad whose house I'd slept over as a child who I'd become distant with yeah so and his car was identified they lived around the corner from me um and obviously for legal reasons I'm not going to be mentioning any names or anything like that but he was convicted so I guess I can but his family took him back and wow. his, his family accepted him because they were from a Christian family. But it was just really scary to, to know that person, to know the family, to have been close, to have stayed under the roof with him there. Yeah. That's, that, that's got to be horrible. And um, it happens, man. Sometimes people put that right into us. They may be the family, they may be a friend. Or a colleague, and been like, "Thank you so much," and uh, even give us that sometimes a little backstory. And it's actually it's just devastating, man. It really is the the, the knock on effect that it has when it comes to like families and friends and all that stuff. People have said, "I've had him in my house." We get these stories. I've had that person in my house, been around my kids, and I've, I've never known. Like sometimes you can't tell, and. Uh, one verification sometimes, like, I, I, I know it sounds silly, I've seen a video, I've seen him contested, but it is the right person, yeah? And it's just, it's, heart, it's heartbreaking. And sometimes the denial, the denial, you just don't want to believe it, it's real. I don't blame the family, but I wouldn't have one in my family. Do some of the people that you catch have, have children then? Yeah, they do. Yeah, a lot of them do, a lot. Some of them, like, we don't always, We've caught like 35, 36, probably on camera. But the amount that we've actually had arrested is a lot higher. They have children, you have to put them in as a safeguard and whatever, and keep certain things away from them, just for the family's sake. But it's, it's bad. Why do you share the exposing on Facebook? live slash video literally for for awareness that's all we ever do it for i think everybody should be aware of this person 
people know that person, they can talk to that person, keep your eye on that person, you never know what happens. Yeah? They can't they can't walk around as freely as that they should. Some of them live close to school. They've got access to these kids. And uh safer than sorry is my my, my saying. What are your group's end goals for the future? What are your aims to do? I'd like to take our argument to Parliament, get a petition started, them to be more firm on their rules, firm on their sentencing, firm when it comes to like working with us. That's what we're trying to do. But we're never going to stop it. Where can people find you? Shout out your Instagram or Facebook social media links for those that want to see the work that you're doing or to possibly report. We're on Instagram at bnb underscore underscore hunters with an S. We're on Facebook, which is bnb hunters with a Z. Number two, a hyphen backup page. That's our Facebook page that we're on. That's it really, we don't really go on social media but it's not the same as well. Thank you very much. listening to the Ebby Online podcast. Please join me next week Monday for a new guest and a new exciting topic. If you enjoy the journalism that I create and the content that I pump out, please support me by rating my podcast on Spotify and iTunes.